0: Hey, it's Deepa. Framing ourselves around change harvesting involves several important concepts or concept clusters. Maybe the most basic of these is the idea of a dynamic unity. So let's go there. We call a thing a unity because we experience it as a whole thing. It has an inside and an outside and a border. It might be made up of other parts, other unities even, and the border might actually exchange parts from outside and inside, but still, we see it as a whole thing. We call a thing dynamic because of the extent to which it changes over time. The more often it changes, the more ways it changes, the more dynamic it is. When we put those words together, we get a whole thing that is changing a lot. From one point of view, it's a persistent thing. The the same thing from moment to moment. From the other point of view, it's undergoing almost constant change. An example might help about now. No matter where you are right now, I can tell you exactly what the nearest dynamic unity is. You know it well, intimately even, though you may not think of it that way yet. It's you. You're the nearest to you dynamic unity right now. I think of myself as a whole thing and and most of the time I also think I'm persistent, the, the same whole thing. If we loosen things and say roughly the same, I think of myself as roughly the same my entire life and I'm betting you feel the same way. But what is the same? The Unities, your unity, my unity, are not remotely the same from minute to minute, day to day, or year to year. We're made up of cells. 99.9% of the cells we were born with, though, are long gone from the scene. And 99.9% of the cells we have now are less than 10 years old. But I'm not less than 10 years old, except in the specific context of still finding fart jokes hilarious. Microscopically, we're not the same. And in fact, as we zoom out from the cell, we can see larger parts and larger processes that are not the same either. We are humans in bodies, undergoing continuous change at every level. Sometimes the changes are cyclical, the circadian rhythm, the breathing, the heartbeat, cell replacement. Sometimes they're sequential, substantial large scale processes with a beginning and a middle and an end. Here's a sequence I'm sure you remember rather well, if for some of us somewhat painfully, puberty. Your body underwent major large scale change stretching across several years. As I'm sure you recall, when it happened, it seemed like it changed, uh, well, everything. Sometimes cycles become sequences and sometimes sequences become cycles, but don't let cycle versus sequence confuse you. It's all change. And then there's your mind. None of us really know what a mind is, but we have a pretty good consensus that it rides in and around your brain. And your brain is just like the rest of you, constant change, some cyclical, some sequential. It is possible to get distracted here by simple degradation of function. Your eyes and ears, for instance, if you're my age, are likely to be losing strength right around now. But most of the change I'm talking about isn't that at all. Your brain is tremendously different from when you were born, when you were five, when you were 10, when you were 25. Its structure is different and its operation is different. When I ask myself, what is the same then? I'm kind of at a loss. It seems like nothing is the same. When I look close, it seems like the only consistent thing about me is all that constant change. Bingo, part one. It's change, change, change all the time. It would seem that a dynamic unity is just one damn thing after another. But it leads us immediately to a question. What is all that change doing? I'll tell you what all that change is doing. All that change is, well... Supporting all that change, each change, cyclical, sequential, doesn't matter, is assisting, enabling, or triggering the next change. That's bingo, part two. That is what a dynamic unity is. It's an engine that makes a change, harvests some value from that change, and then uses that value to make another change. That is what makes a dynamic unity dynamic, and it's what makes it a unity, too. Yourself is a dynamic unity. Body is one. Each of your cells is one. Each of the organelles in those cells is one. That's self-similarity when we scale down. But we can also scale it up. Your organization is a dynamic unity. It makes a change, harvests value from that change, and uses that value to fuel another change. Over and over, all day long, all year long, does the change in a dynamic unity ever stop? Well, sure. That happens on the day that dynamic unity dies. It's change harvest, change harvest, change harvest, over and over again. And the purpose of every change is to create value we can use for the next one. Now you have a sense of what we mean when we say dynamic unity, and more importantly, what we mean when we talk about change harvesting. The next stop: are there techniques Structures, artifacts, are there worldviews, are there approaches to change harvesting that make that change harvesting one less risky, two more effective, or or three possible at all? The answer is a decided yes. For now though, just sit with it a little, okay? Are you making a change? It might be a change to your code, to yourself, to your team, to your organization. Whatever it is, think about the harvesting. What's the value? How soon will I get it? What change will I use it for? I'm Jeeppaw. Thanks for listening. Hey, folks, the Change Harvesting Camerata, an informal gathering of change harvesters, is open. Come to slash camerata and check it out. Join today. The first 50 yearly members get a personal consultation with me, GPAW. Thanks.